Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. What's up, Take Liners? Welcome to a first-time bonus episode of Take Line with your girl, me, Renee. On this episode, I spoke with the very talented, award-winning playwright and producer, Antoinette Wandu. Now, she is the author of the groundbreaking and masterful play, Passover, which is about two young Black men dreaming of a better tomorrow in a world of police violence and is playing at the August Wilson Theater right now. It's the first play to begin performance on Broadway since the theater shut down. So go get your tickets. I'm talking about go right now and get your tickets and please enjoy my conversation with Antoinette. Take a listen. So Antoinette, I found out about Passover because of Matt Ross who is the lead producer yes. of the Passover and he also has Matt Ross PR who does the PR for it. I love the show. Okay, I love everything about it, but for our listeners that don't know, what about this play inspired you? What inspired the play? Tell us about it. Absolutely. So, Passover is a play that was first presented to the public. The world premiere of the play was in 2017 at a theater called Steppenwolf in Chicago. And since then, the journey of this play has been something that I can only describe as spirit first. Because after 2017, Spike Lee called me. What? How many people did Spike Lee? I mean, he called me. Uncle what? Spike called me <laughs> and said, I would like to film this play for Amazon Prime. Wow. Now, during the pandemic, theater really could only go forward on screens because we could not come together. But when Spike Lee called me in 2017, filming theater for the public was something that nobody was really thinking about. Right. So Uncle Spike was really a bit prophetic in that because once theater did shut down, everybody was like, wait a minute, Spike Lee filmed Passover a year and a half ago, two years ago, let's do that. So... So then it was Uncle Spike. And then as a New York playwright, I finally got to present my own play in New York at Lincoln Center in 2018. Then everybody knows what happened in 2020. Then in 2021, here comes our boy, Matt Ross. <laughs> he is already a Broadway theater producer. Yep. He had produced a show called What the Constitution Means to Me by a woman named Heidi Schreck. That play is about women's issues. It's about basically, I think, the relationship between women and the Constitution and why is this, why is this document deciding why, why I have an, whether I can have an abortion or not. So I knew that he was somebody who could handle what this play is about. Right. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to trust the people you work with. No, Listen. absolutely. And I love this Uncle Spike 
thing. Like, I love that because you're right. Listen. In 2017, you know, Spike Lee has always had a vision and done things differently. But we know now Hamilton went to Disney Plus. But that was way after 2017. After. So what you're talking about. So that was, you know, seeing in the future. We a little- filmed it in, I think it was January or February of 2018. And everybody was like, how is this going to work? Wow. How? And then, you know how it works? Go on Amazon Prime and watch it. Uh, <laughs> it <bloop>. works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and so, listen, it does work. And you you said that, you know, this play came from the first, it came from a different idea. But you kind of, there's an evolution. And I don't want to be the spoiler. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. But can you just talk about why, like, what was going on at the time right now of why you wanted to tell this right. story and why you wanted to evolve it a little bit? Yes, thank you. So yeah, with that with that 2017 version, with the Amazon Prime version, with the version that we did at Lincoln Center off Broadway in 2018, I will spoil that ending. <laughs> that version of my play ended unfortunately, trigger warning, with the lynching of the main character, the main black character. His mm. name is Moses. Mm, yeah. And at the time, I was so, Renee, I was so angry. I was angry at who was president. I was angry at who was a hashtag. And I was like, if I'm going to do theater and we know who goes to the theater, we know who can afford those tickets. Okay, well, you're going to see this story. Wow. And then, like I said, this is a, I'm a spirit first writer. Yes, it's my career, but I have to go spirit first. So when we have this pandemic and we have people who need hope, I need hope. So the version of the play right now, (laughs) we are overcoming and Moses does not die. And I would love everybody to come to the August Wilson Theater to see how I figured that out, how we as a team figured that out. A play where the character dies is a tragedy. A play where the Black character lives at the end, I'm going to call that an Afrofuturist. Ooh, journey. Beautiful. It's beautiful. I I love that how you talk about your you write from the spirit. You know, you're a spiritual that's writer. That's all I can do. And you talked about the pandemic do. and how we needed hope. So that's why you wrote those revisions. But speaking on the on the pandemic as a playwright, you know, it shut down New York theater. Like Listen. it shut down everything. <laughs> like how did that affect you? Like how did that hit you? Honestly, you know what it did. It forced me to ground down in what is really important. Because at that point, listen to this, the only success that I have had as someone who writes for film, TV, and theater, the only way people knew my name was in theater. And on March 12th, 2020, which was, yes, one week after my 40th birthday. Okay. So I'm already, I'm at a point where I was like, ooh, 2020, I'm turning 40. I'm about to take the world by storm. And the world said, uh, we are shutting down your industry. <laughs> That's crazy, though. Your industry. So I was like, okay, I can't tell stories in the theater right now, but I'm still a storyteller. And you know who called me? Who? Netflix. And they were like, hey, we had already hired you for She's Gotta Have It. Because Spike Lee told them to in 2018, okay, let's hire you for another show now. So I was actually, as far as my career goes, uh, I was still moving forward during the pandemic. I was in a Zoom room writing for a TV show and making (laughs) TV money. Come on now. Okay. Listen. And, And Netflix called me. 
Wow. Because Uncle Spike. I mean, they called my agent. No, but Uncle Spike let them know that you are a talented writer. You need to be in those rooms. He spoke it for you. And in 2020, you were turning 40, which to me, those numbers sound right. I like how that worked out. And so come on now. When when Netflix knows that Uncle Spike gave you your first job, then Netflix is okay to give you your second job. You know what I mean? They're like, oh yeah, she's vetted. My gatekeeper was Spike Lee. I don't know about y'all, but you know what I mean? Wow. (laughs) Like that's a flex. Your gatekeeper was Spike Lee. And talk about positivity. That's positivity. What was the emotional reaction? Now you went through the pandemic. You you glowed up during the pandemic. And now you see theaters are opening up. People are actually coming into. I mean, I saw the line. The line was wrapped around the building. If y'all haven't seen, the line is wrapped around the building because people want to get back out. People want to see the arts. People understand that that's what we've been missing. So what is that yes. feeling like now? Like, what are your emotions now having gone out you the You know house? what? It's, it's so many different things. It's Yes, 100% people are coming back. But I'll tell you this. Even in the before times, people who are in the theater community are already some of the best people. So I already knew that the theater community was going to have our back. What I'm feeling now, because of we have this program about access codes, So we are giving $40 tickets to young people. When I stand outside, Renee, and I'm meeting people who are Black, Mm. Latinx, LGBTQIA, trans, first time in a Broadway theater of any kind, young people born and raised in New York. Did you know that Broadway is for you? It's for you. Young King from Queens from Bronx, from Brooklyn, from Harlem, Washington Heights. Come on now. You preaching. Listen, somebody need to. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Listen, so you talked about it. You said Black, Latin, X, LGBTQ. Like, my fiance is a queen from Queens. You met her. You know what I mean? So when I met her. You met her. I was down with y'all. Because I was like, look, y'all the people... Come on now. We're here. And so you you We're said, here. We're here. And you talked about it. Spike Lee got your start. Now, you know, Matt hits me up. I'm all the way down. When I hear you're a part of the project, I hear what's going on. What is it like when we talk about the arts, we talk about school. Why are the arts important? You know, like just just from somebody inside the arts, because yes. we know we hear the people keep arts in school. We hear the saying. But can you just elaborate on why that really is important? Absolutely. I'll tell you. And now, you know what? I'm going to speak specifically to theater right now because that is where I thrive. Theater is important because in order to make a play, you need to collaborate with people that you don't know, you might not like. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'll tell you this. And I'll tell you this. As I know, you know, you're Renee Montgomery. Atlanta Dream, WNBA, whoop-de-whoop. I played basketball. I was point guard. Okay. Come on, PG. From from seventh grade until 10th grade. And then after 10th grade, I coached the the middle school team, 11th grade and 12th grade. I will tell you this. Basketball and theater, the two two, uh, activities in my life where it's like, look, We got a game tonight. We got a show tonight. Y'all need to show up, be a team, know your job, and get to work. 
love that. That's it. I love that. There's and a so discipline. Even if you don't, you know, okay, maybe you want to be an actor in real life, whatever. But I'm talking to the young people now. You need art because it shows you who you are. Mm. It shows you how to deal with difficult emotions. It shows you how to rise above. Plus, art is just beautiful. It's beautiful. Who doesn't want to just look at something beautiful? I do. I'll tell you right now, I'm so into the arts. I'm, I'm that hybrid like you, you know, I, yes. I love yes. the arts and I also love sports. So I'm curious then what's been the most rewarding response to the play that you received? Like what to you stuck out the most about like this play and, and it coming to life? It's on social media every single night. Another time somebody does a selfie with the program or yeah. themselves saying my first time in broad- on Broadway. Or even just my first time back. I love that. It's just, it's the people. It's the people. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, yes, career, whoop-de-whoop. Yes, money, whoop-de-whoop. Yes, this, that. Ooh, the press, whoop-de-whoop. But if I'm not putting something out that's live theater, especially at this moment where it's like, you have to show your vaccine card. You have to mask up. Okay, well, if you have to do all that and the show's not even good, yeah, you, you might as well stay home. You want to put on a show if you got to do all that. Listen, if you got to do that to come, this show better be live and direct. I love that. And I'll- it better be about something. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Antoinette, are we making a movie out of the Passover? I mean, I'm sorry. I got to, I, I just, I just got to ask because I'm, I'm just, I'm all the way in it. Okay, Antoinette, what are we doing? What are we doing? We got something here. You know, (laughs) I'm going to be real, 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 real honest with you. The legal side of it, because we already have what's basically a documentary capture, which I love and which I've gotten responses back in my DMs from Nigeria, Brazil. People watch. You say Spike Lee, people don't watch. So the for me, artistically, because it already exists on screen in some form, I'm okay to let that alone, but I will tell you, if you want a film, a fictional film written by Antoinette Shinoya Wandu, okay, well then follow along, because I'm working on two right now, and I can't okay. tell you who the two people are. I can't tell you who they are, but if I said their name, you would know. Listen, don't drop so, the mic all over the place on us like that, Antoinette. I'm working on two films right now. Yes, Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I love. So you're. I always like to ask people this. People have asked me this, and I don't know my answer. So I'm going to ask you, since you're in this world, if you had, and I know I'm a producer, so I'm not in the play. Just so people, the listeners, might understand. But if somebody had to play me in a movie. Who would do that? I don't know my answer to it. And since you're in that world, who would you have play me? (laughs) I love how you really stopped to think. Who would you have play me in a movie? Because I've been asked this question and this could actually be a real thing. You know what? I'm literally going on IMDb because hold on (laughs) one second because I think I know who I would. But okay, but, but let me ask you this. Does the movie, is it you now or is it you at the beginning of your career? It's me now. Let's say the the now me. Okay. So it's not necessarily, it's somebody that could transform from basketball right, 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 right. to now. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's, Ooh, a, hard, that's okay. a hard question to ask on the that spot. That is a hard question. You no, can no, text me the like answer because I really want to know it because I, I need to know that, I yes. think. So yes. I wanted to get an expert. I have a expert. few people who could play you. I knew instantly who could play you in the flashback. Who's that? Who um, would be the flashback um, um, me? Oh, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you. Uh, Storm, Storm Reed. 
Reed, Reed, right? Reed, right? Uh, she was name? on Dear White People. Is that the she was the one that was in Wrinkle in Time, and she oh. just turned like eighteen or nineteen. So she just had a birthday on Instagram a little while ago. Okay, so that's baby me. I like that. Okay, that's so- baby you. I had baby you right away because she's tough. Yeah, but she can do soft. Okay, but, but you now. Okay, that would be a question. You know, it might be. It might be. I don't know. It might be finding that new person. I don't know. Oh, I like that. I honestly don't know. Somebody we don't know yet. They're they're waiting on they, exactly. their break. Somebody who's looking to make a name on we, a roll. We need the Antoinette of she's got to have Listen. it. Is what is that, is that what you tell? Is that what Listen. you're trying to tell Listen. me? Okay, <laughs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> so, okay, so we I, you said people from Nigeria and around the country have reached out to you about this play. What is it about the black experience that's so universal? I'm going to do you one better. (laughs) I believe that this play tells a story through the lens of the Black experience, but it is for everyone. I'm telling you, Renee, in my DMs, young people from, I don't remember the name of the university, I think it was Ibadan University in Nigeria, saying, this is us. Wow. And they're all Black. So some of, they're saying some of them are the misters. And some of them are like Moses and Kitch. Because they and one no white people in their class. So I'm like, okay, that's deep. Now, 2017, when I when we did this play at Steppenwolf, an older gentleman who saw the title of the play, he was Jewish. He thought the play was about Jewish people. This man was in his 90s. He showed up to watch the play, but he was like, it took me so much effort to get here. I'm old. I might as well just stay and watch it, even though it's not what it was. I thought it was about. Right. This man called me up afterwards. He told me that he is alive today. This was back in 2017. He said he was alive because when he was a child, his family escaped the Holocaust. Wow. And he looked at me and he said, you told my story. He said, Moses and Kitch, that's me. He said, the word ghetto is a Yiddish word. Ghettos were created in the Holocaust because it was about, we need to round these people up and put them somewhere where they don't bother us. And that's where Moses and Kitch are. They're in a place where you put them somewhere and they can't bother us. So when I say this is a human story, wow, the people who are low say, we're not going to be low no more. And who are the characters that I'm using to tell this human story? <laughs> Black people. <laughs> I love you, Antoinette! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, amazing. Listen, I'm t- spirit first. So listen, she's Antoinette. It was such a blessing, Antoinette. This is the visionary behind the play, The Passover. It's on Broadway until October. Go and see it, people. Antoinette. Yes. Thank you, Thank you so Renee, much. so much for having me. Oh, Thank you so, so much for having me. I love your spirit. <laughs> I love you. the fact that we can tell the people, literally, if you love women's basketball, which, first of all, you need to show up. You need to. Because who, who, who is balling? Who's out here doing it? Thank you. But if you can sit in a live basketball game and, and feel that emotion, then you can come to the theater if it's about you. And feel that emotion. August Wilson Theater is what theater listen, she's talking about, just in case when she listen. says the theater, it's August Wilson Theater right there on Broadway, 245 West 52nd Street, just in case you're taking notes, New York, New York, baby. Check it out. Antoinette, thank you so much. Thank you, Renee. Thank you. That's how you do. 
Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512.24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards. 